Welcome to another season, making mastery learning a reality one day at a time. So John Bergman here, playing this mastery game now for a number of years. And uh, we start the next season. This is really season two of these episodes. And I'm excited to share with you about how mastery learning works, what I'm learning, what I'm seeing in my classrooms, what I'm hearing from people around the world. So that's the purpose of this, of this podcast is to help you do mastery well. So let me say that mastery learning is hard. It, it's really hard work. And you know, I believe the most important part though of a mastery learning classroom is how you set it up, how you communicate to your students how to do mastery well. Uh, students need to be, they need to buy into the big idea uh, of what mastery is. So at some level, your first week, not just at some level, I, what I confidently believe is that first week, that first, 10 days of your class is what sets the stage for how you're going to set up and help students to learn. And to that end, I'm, I'm recording this as you, if you're watching this online or if you're watching it as opposed to just listening to it. I'm in my classroom. I have been spending the better part of the last week working on setting up mastery learning for my students. So uh, as I have thought about how mastery learning went last year, uh, I identify what I believe is the biggest issue that my students face. Now, number one, actually, before I get to the biggest issue, let me say this. One thing I've reflected on is that last year, though my students were in person all year, it was a weird and wonky year, right? Uh, it was uh, the year-ish kind of still COVID, kind of not COVID, you know, Omicron, all this stuff. And my students came to me in many ways, pretty relatively unprepared for the rigors of the classroom that I teach. I teach high school chemistry and physics. And, and I realized that I needed to kind of step up my game and particularly get students um, to more deeply interact with the pre-learning because this is mastery learning with the flip twist. And they, they, there is this self-learning. One of the features of mastery and even flip learning is the students have to learn how to learn by themselves. So when you're giving them the independent space work, the pre-learning, they have to learn it well. And that, this is where the issue was, is that my students, they may have watched the video, but they weren't watching it deeply. So to that end, I have come up with a couple, a uh, couple, several different tweaks that I'm gonna be using this year. Now I started playing around with interactive notebooks last year, but I didn't do a really good job. So over the summer, I began to deeply think about how to do interactive notebooks. I scoured the internet, looked for other teachers who've done this for years. And, and frankly, I had done this years and years ago when I was a traditional teacher and I loved it and it worked and I didn't really bring it into my mastery practice. So that end, I have created, here is, uh, you may see this if you're listening, it's an interactive notebook where they've got uh, things that you can pull out. Uh, like there's foldables. If you like Google foldables, interactive notebooks, there's foldables involved. So I've created a very prescribed manner so that when they do the pre-learning activity, they have a place to put it in. And this is an executive functioning thing. They have a place to put it in and they also have um, a very prescribed way to do that. It's also be make it way easier, is that a word? Uh, I will more easily be able to check that they're doing their work, accountability. Uh, I've also, started to, I'm, I'm going to use a different software tool this year. I keep playing around with software tools that track their pre-learning work. The one I used last year didn't track it as well as I'd hoped. And this one seems to produce more results. 
So the, the one I'm choosing to use this year is Actively Learn. So activelearn.com. I'm not supported by the anything like that, uh, but I'm, I'm really liking it so far. But that's it, and I haven't really used it. I've just been uh, setting everything up, which has kind of been fun, actually. So the, the, the deal is I'm trying to pre create more accountability, but also really teach them how to do the pre-learning work. And so I'm really going to devote a lot of time next week when they come to teaching them how to do the pre-learning. And I'm going to be right over their shoulders and they're going to be doing it right in class. I'm not going to send them the video, so to speak, at home. I want them to do them in class so that I can watch to see that they are deeply doing the pre-learning activity. And it's, by the way, it's not all uh, video. I keep saying video, but uh, there are a number of things where the pre-learning is a reading. Another thing I'm going to do, a couple things. I, I had a fascinating, crazy awesome conversation with Dr. Helene Marshall, who is uh, one of the early pioneers of flipped learning. In fact, if you look at the first definition of flipped learning, it really was her. It was a conjunction, but she really was wrote most of that definition because she's like awesome. And Dr. Marshall uh, has now created uh, what she calls SOFA, um, Synchronous Online Flipped Learning a something activity or uh, system so she's got this eight part system that she uses when she teaches kids online and as we chatted uh, a few weeks ago I realized that two of her steps are things that I can implement in my classroom when I have my kids face to face I see my kids every day face to face in that ball game the first one is that even though this is a mastery classroom the students are expected to follow along at a particular pace so at the beginning of each class she has what she calls a check-in activity she does this in a zoom room or something like that I'll do it in my classroom where there'll be a question from the work that they should have done the night before now in mastery they can be on slightly different pages but I plan to use that and then in a public forum online I'll have I just created a shared Google Doc the students will write to their next name I'm just gonna put their name it's, like it's visible to everybody and they're going to respond to some prompt uh, about the pre-work so something about what they learned about or a question they might have from the pre-work each day in fact I'm using this in a, a PD uh, I'm doing a PD for a school um, uh, next week um, it's a it's a school actually a fascinating story it's a school uh, in the eastern block if you will that uh, has been significantly impacted by the war in the Ukraine and they need some PD on how to do some remote learning and uh, so I'm using Dr. Marshall's model and so one of my questions I had to do is having to do some pre-work by watching a couple of flip learning videos is they're going to basically say what are your patterns that or what are what, what are some questions or what are some observations you've had from these videos that they've done they've watched and then but then part of that then is that once you're done with that you have a quick conversation and say what patterns do you see because everybody sees everybody else's responses in this shared Google Doc make sense then of course you'll do the the lesson whatever it might be when I say a lesson that's gonna be an active learning thing that students will be doing whatever it is in the class in my class many times that's an experiment it might have them working on chemistry or physics problems this kind of a thing and then the other thing I'm, I'm, I'm planning to steal and change from dr. Marshall is how she does reflections now I've done reflections for years and I've done it like where each student has a Google Doc that I individually can see but that be, has become really a logistical nightmare frankly and what she does why I didn't think about this is that it's, it's it's visible to all so when this at the end of class so I've said you know I take my phone and I I have it beep at me when there is five minutes left or whatever and I say it's time to reflect and the students would pull out their doc and they would type the reflection but now what can happen is they're gonna all see it's a shared so again it's just a grid it's, it's a Google Doc with you know name of student a and then a box next to them and they're gonna just type in their responses and their or their reflections and one thing I, I loved about what dr. Marshall said 
said to me when we were visiting is she says, I will delete bad reflections. And what she meant by that is some students will do surface level reflections and surface level reflections are not what she's looking for. We're looking for something deeper. And so I'm, I'm gonna do the same. If my, sometimes what I saw is that when I go after the fact to their reflections, they say, I learned about chemical reactions. Well, <laughs> what did you learn about chemical? You know, just have a more mature thought about that. And I think when it's visible to all the students, that'll uh, increase the participation. And, and frankly, if I just am, if I really am no more, um, hold them more accountable, it'll make a big difference. So those are a couple of the changes that I've made. One thing you might also, I also did just to get everything started. And if you go to, I have a blog at johnbergman.com, so take a look that's on the same topic, is I also have created four videos for my, my students. Actually, that's true, five. The first one to watch is how to make their interactive notebook. You know, if you're watching, it's gonna be this. It's, it's like on page one, you do this. On page two, you do this. On page three, you do this. There's a lot of cutting and paping, taping and uh, gluing, this kind of thing. Uh, then there's a video on an introduction to mastery learning. What is mastery learning? Because again, I'm trying to sell it to them, so I'm gonna just show them just a quick video on that. Uh, I had this another video on how the class will operate, kind of the logistics, how are we gonna do testing, because mastery learning and testing, they, they never believe you, by the way. They never, ever believe you that, wait a second, I'm gonna take the highest score. You can take this test multiple times and then you'd get the highest score and you know I'm gonna hold you that you have to get a high score, a high-ish score in order to demonstrate mastery. Um, next, uh, I have a video on how to be successful in a mastery classroom. This might've been my <laughs> biggest genius idea ever. Um, uh, is at the end of last school year, I uh, took my phone around this room, right, Matt? And I interviewed students and said, tell me what advice do you have for next year's students? And so this is a video where uh, other students talk to them about how to be successful in my class. And the beauty of this is these are kids who are still walking the halls of this school. Not always. I guess a few seniors who might walk out hard now out of the door, but they're kids they would recognize. And so I'll do this every year. And I, of course, make a new video of this every year because that way they, they see students that they already know. So I think that's huge. And um, and then I have a video just about getting to know each other. I, I've said this in many other places on the internet, and if you haven't heard me say this, I believe what makes good teaching good is relationships and connections. And my students know this, um, and I say this. And so I have a video just to say, hey, I'm Mr. Berkman. This is what I'm into. This is my family. Uh, I believe in you, stuff like that. Uh, and if you want to see, I, all those videos are posted on YouTube, uh, online. And if you go to my uh, website, johnbergman.com, and you know, search in the blog, you'll see where all those videos are linked. So, hey, you can make mastery learning a reality one day at a time, but making sure those first days are set up for success is how you set the culture and the tone in your classroom. And if I don't do that and I do, do that well, it's going to be tough. Anyways, um, you can make it, make it, master. you can make mastery learning reality one day at a time. Hey, hit uh, the subscribe button. I'd love it if you'd uh, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. You guys are awesome. Bye.